0: This is Kathy Kruger,
1: And this is Jonah Trebowasser.
0: Welcome back to another edition of Radio Rotary, sponsored by local Rotarians, your friends dedicated to service.
1: Each week we chat with your neighbors about great things happening in your community and around the world, people sharing ways to improve your life.
0: And today we'll be talking with Rotarian Joe Berninger about Rotary's Guatemala Literacy Project.
2: Well, Joe, welcome to Radio Rotary. Great to be here, Jonah. Great to be here, Kathy. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Where, Where are you from, in? Joe? Where are you from?
2: I'm from Cincinnati, Ohio.
0: Ah, okay.
2: Oh,
1: we're going to learn about, more about your club in just a few minutes. But first, tell us, what is the Guatemala Literacy Project?
2: So the Guatemala Literacy Project is uh, a global network of Rotarians that work together to address literacy in Guatemala.
1: And why Guatemala? I mean, there there are people who are, who are listening and will say, "Well, gee, we have people who have trouble with literacy right here in, in uh, Hudson Valley, New York, where you live uh, in Ohio. Why go off to Guatemala?"
2: So gu- Guatemala is this uh, is the most illiterate and poorest enclave in the Western Hemisphere. So really you don't realize that. Uh, Right here in our hemisphere, we have uh, a place that has lower literacy rates than most countries uh, in Africa or Asia. Uh, so we, we have eighty percent poverty, and still one out of every three people cannot read or write. You wow. said
0: eighty percent poverty.
2: So outside of the outside of Guatemala City, eighty percent poverty. Wow! Oh my
1: gosh. Now you talk about literacy. Uh, are we to- talking about uh, functional illiteracy people who just can't read or write at all or who read or write lower than their what their age should be? Remember, when I was a kid, you'd get a report card home, you were in the fifth grade, but they say, gee, you're reading at an eighth grade level, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So how does uh, the Guatemala Literacy Project define literacy?
2: That's a great question. Uh, so we, we talk about literacy as being both traditional literacy and technological literacy. So, and traditional literacy starts with uh, just being able to read and write, basically. Okay, so ki- kids in uh, kindergarten, first grade, second grade, in developed countries like the United States, those kids already are starting to learn to read by first grade, typically.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: In Guatemala, that same child is not learning to read until third or fourth grade, if they stay in school. But one of the main reasons kids drop out of school is is they don't learn to read. So er- early on, uh, learning to read and write. Uh, again, w- one out of every three adults in Guatemala can't read. They sign documents with their thumbprint, uh, so that's that's a traditional literacy piece at the early side. As we go on, uh, literacy becomes learning to not learning to read, but reading to learn. So, reading and learning about the world and about the world outside of your village, outside of your department, outside of your area through books, through the internet, etc. The older you get literacy becomes more about critical thinking about knowing that. Okay. So now I know how to read. Now I know how to find information, but maybe not everything I read out there is true. And how you mean I like on that? Facebook, not everything on Facebook is true. Joe? <laughs> yeah, not, even, not everything on Facebook is true. And, shocked. shocked. you know, uh, initially kids would be like that. Oh, I saw it on the internet. That's
0: yeah. True. It's gotta be true.
2: Right. Gotta be true. So it, by the time the kids are hitting fifth and sixth grade our literacy efforts so they're actually able to read but our literacy efforts are all focused on c- developing critical thinking skills
0: Now they, why aren't they why are they taught to read before third grade
2: So a lot of reason is the the teachers uh, have very uh, low level of training in teaching literacy uh. So you have teachers that when they went to school as kids, there were no books in their schools. When they went to their teacher preparation, they had no books. So even if you give them a library in the school or put libraries in the classroom, they have very little idea how to use it to get the kids reading Mm -hmm. better, faster, and earlier is what we try to teach them.
1: Now, Joe, is this sort of a vicious circle that the parents never learned to read. So they can't read to the kids at night the way I do to my grandchildren. Or I do my my kids when they were younger. And therefore those children can't read and it keeps going on generation after generation. Is that the problem here?
2: Generation after generation, it is a vicious circle.
0: Now, I'm, you know, it's interesting because you said then starting in fifth, sixth grade, they're starting to read more and they're starting to read better, correct? I'm thinking of having a, a granddaughter who's in sixth grade She's got that thing that's attached to her body, that cell phone. OK, <laughs> now and she texts on that thing and I can't. I, I am a horrible texter. And I'm thinking, we well, all right, yes, you have to learn how to spell and you have to learn how to read, although there are abbreviations. I, I don't understand them at all. But how are kids? Do they have does this sound like a terrible question? Do they have cell phones? I know I went to Haiti and the kids had cell phones. Do the kids in Guatemala have cell phones?
2: So a lot depends on where you are. Okay. And the further you are away from Guatemala City, the fewer kids that are going to have cell phones.
0: Uh, so they don't even do the texting so that they're not even learning how to really. Some are. So Some
2: are. I, I'd say five years ago, none of the kids had cell phones. Uh, today, uh, maybe 30 percent. OK. Okay. But you know, we're seeing how- it more and more, which creates an opportunity for us to potentially in the future deliver education, deliver yes. literacy instruction through the phone.
0: It's a phone. That's what I was wondering if that would work. Yeah.
1: yeah. That's a good idea. Joe, how did the Guatemala Literacy Project get started? We're
2: celebrating 25 years this year. Wow. Terrific. 25. Oh, wow. And it is just uh, a bunch of Rotarians coming together. Uh, wanting to make a difference in a certain way in a certain place. So wanting to improve literacy in Guatemala. Uh, so it started with, with, uh, with three or four Rotarians. And now it includes uh, Rotarians from, from over 600 Rotary clubs. Oh and that's goodness. around the world, correct? 80 districts, eight countries uh, all over the world.
1: That's fabulous. That's fabulous. Have you yourself been down to Guatemala to see the fruits of your labors?
2: Oh yeah. yeah I sp- spent many, many uh, months there and Cumulatively, probably seven or eight years. Over oh, my 25. goodness.
1: You know, we're going to find out more about Rotary's great Guatemala literacy project from a terrific Rotarian, Joe Berninger. Right after Kathy Kruger reads us the list of sponsors of Radio Rotary. Well, Jonah
0: Radio Rotary is sponsored by Salisbury Bake and Riverside Bank, Absolute Auction and Realty, Third Eye Associates, Leo Katie's Ford, and by the Rotary Clubs of Brewster, Carmel, Clarkstown, Goshen, Highland, Hyde Park, Kingston, Liberty, Millbrook, Nanuet, Greater Newburgh, and New City, New York.
1: We'll be back with more Radio Rotary right after these important messages. Hi, this is Sue Doyle of
3: Absolute Auction and Realty. Back in 1946, we began serving the auction and appraisal needs of the Hudson Valley. Today, our clientele spans the globe, but we still consider each person we meet to be an important member of our AAR family. From specialty collections to real estate, antique and estate to vehicles, we auction it all for people just like you. Whether you're a seasoned auction enthusiast or a novice, our website aarauctions.com is packed with tips and examples designed to make your buying and selling experiences the best they can be so enjoy your visit to aarauctions.com tell your friends about us and please come back often that's aarauctions.com the mark foundation picnic is on june 26 from 11 a.m until dusk and it's free although donations are gratefully accepted. In addition to a large array of barbecued foods, including pulled pork, chicken, and vegetarian options, there will be entertainment for children and adults. The setting is Wilcox Park off Route 199 in Northern Duchess on the Lake. The Mark Foundation supports residential treatment centers for addiction and other organizations that treat or prevent substance use disorder.
1: You're listening to 92.9 and 96.5 WBPM. And there's more of this week's Radio Rotary Show coming up.
4: Hi, I'm Krista Hines, Executive Director of Hudson River Housing, a local nonprofit dedicated to helping communities in the Mid-Hudson Valley thrive. We believe that everyone deserves the opportunity to live in safe and affordable housing. No matter what your housing concern may be, you can count on us for assistance. Maybe you're looking to buy your first home and don't know where to start or possibly seeking an affordable apartment to rent for you and your family.
1: Come help the Patterson Rotary create a new community event.
0: Patterson Rotary will now be running a flea market every Sunday from 8 a.m. to 3.30 p.m.
1: This will be on the existing flea market site of the Patterson Old Time Flea Market on Route 22.
0: Patterson Rotary is looking for vendors, food trucks, and the community to help with this endeavor. Shop, volunteer, sell.
1: For more information, go to PattersonRotary.org. That's PattersonRotary.org.
0: Hi, this is Kathy Krueger, producer of Radio Rotary. If you are listening now, so are your customers. You can advertise on Radio Rotary for as little as $25 per week. Call me, Kathy Krueger, at 845-702-4410 for full details or email me at info at radiorotary.org. That's info at radiorotary.org.
4: Should I get it?
1: Should I wait? Is it safe? It's okay to have questions. Now, get the facts. Visit GetVaccineAnswers.org so that you can make an informed decision when COVID-19 vaccines are available to you. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Welcome back to Radio Rotary. This is Jonah Tree and My usual co-host, Sarah O'Connell Clater is away, but she'll be back with us soon. So we have on the mic our producer, Kathy Krueger. Hi, Kathy.
0: Hi there, Jonah. And I miss yeah. Sarah, but I'm, yeah, I'm we, always happy to be with you.
1: <laughs> we all miss Sarah, and we look forward to when she can come back. But we are compensated. having a terrific guest with us, a Rotarian, Joe Berninger, and he's talking to us about the Guatemala Literacy Project. Hi, Joe. Welcome back.
2: Hello, Jonah. Hello, Kathy. Hello, everyone. Great to be here. Okay, so
1: for those who may have tuned in late, remind us, what is the Guatemala Literacy Project?
2: The Guatemala Literacy Project is an international network of Rotarians that comes together with a common interest in improving literacy in Guatemala.
1: Now, to improve literacy, uh, are you just supporting the teachers down there or are Rotarians actually going to Guatemala to, uh, you know, take the old fashioned Dick and Jane books that Kathy and I used when we were kids, <laughs> uh, perhaps in Spanish, to get them to, to start learning the
2: joys of reading? So h- having actual physical books in the classroom is, is very important. So uh, we found in the past that uh, if you put books in a school library, you'll come back in a year and they'll still be in the shrink wrap. And how well they've taken care of them. They say, no, no, the point is to read them. Um, So books have to be in in the classroom for in classroom libraries. So we try to build two or three hundred title classroom libraries in each classroom. The books are sourced in Guatemala because they need to be in Spanish. Uh, There are 24 languages spoken in Guatemala, but thankfully the education system is in Spanish. So that's (sighs) the language the kids learn in school.
1: Now, when you say 24 uh, languages, Joe, you mean uh, like native Indian languages or? Some people speak French. Some people speak Russian. I mean, there are,
2: there are 21 Mayan languages spoken uh-huh. in Guatemala, and they're yeah. not dialects; they're actual full languages. Okay. A Pacific wow. language, a Caribbean language, and then Spanish. Understood. Spanish.
1: Wow, wow, that makes it makes life more difficult. We're trying to cover all those languages in all these books. So you, you bring the books into the classroom. What about into the home? I mean, when my kids were small, we had all these golden books and, you know, the Grover and Sesame Street books. Now my my grandchildren are getting books from us. Uh, how about books in the home? Because that's where I think you want to start the germ of reading, the germ of literacy.
2: So you, you walk into a typical Guatemalan home and there are, there are no books or written materials of any kind. Oh. And that's usually because mo- mom and dad are illiterate. Yeah. And so... Uh, so the only books that they would have were the kids, the ones the kids are bringing home from school with them.
0: Now, the school books that the kids have that, that Rotary is helping them get, are these books that the teachers pick out and ask you to, to donate to them? Do the teachers have a say? Because I know like with the dictionaries that we give out, we let the teachers decide what they prefer, what dictionaries that the, what the students use.
2: So the teachers definitely have a voice in Guatemala. Okay. But uh, what we find is a lot of the teachers, they never had books when they were in school and they never had books in their teacher preparation. So they often have very little idea of what's out there that would be appropriate wow. for them. So what we found, we, we've started with it. We we've built over time a really, really good list of books that work really well in Guatemalan classrooms. And usually the teachers will accept our advice on that, but we do we do ask them.
0: Mm, okay. Go. You're starting from almost <laughs> ground zero. It right. Seems. Yeah. Like, it, it really does. Wow.
1: Joe, um, let's talk a little bit about uh, the website. Uh, let, tell people uh, what the website is, and do you welcome um, help not just from Rotary Club but from other groups,
2: church, synagogue, scouts? We will accept help from anybody. We, we, we consider ourselves uh, that the Guatemala Literacy Project is the family within the family of Rotary. Mm. And to be part of the family, all you have to do is uh, get on our mailing list. And uh, we, we invite you to participate in a whole bunch of different ways. Uh, the, the website is uh, org. So, Say it one more time. dot Gu- Gu- org. And folks at home, get a pencil
1: and paper. We'll have our great guest, Joe Berninger. Repeat that in the third portion of the show. And once they get on the website, uh, I know I've seen some beautiful videos that you have and explanations of uh, what the situation is all about. And you see there's a spot there where people can give you their email and get on your mailing list,
2: right? Yep, there is. And then you become part of the family and uh, we take about uh, about 100 and uh, 120 Rotarians to Guatemala each year. So it's not just a matter of making a donation. We're not uh, you, you can see where those dollars go. And that that is the most fun part of all is to visit the communities, visit the, the kids often in their homes, uh, see the oh com- in
0: their homes yet. Oh, OK
2: usually we'll we'll do an event for rotary we'll, we'll we'll deliver the books. So whatever uh-huh. books we're going to deliver to a community for a textbook program, let's say, or a library, will Rotarians will deliver those books. So you'll be schlepping boxes of books into a school. <laughs> They'll do a ceremony. Um, I often say I, I wish my kids would celebrate when they get their textbooks.
5: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Guatemala,
2: it's a big deal. They've never had books, and when those books arrive, they throw a huge party. So the mayor comes well. out, the local politicians, the the families. They throw a big party. Um, they put pine needles on the ground, and that's a sign of great respect. They don't want you oh, wow. to touch the dirt. That's how much they revere the, the, the help. Oh. You
1: know, you talked, Joe, about the family of Rotary. Uh, what Rotary. What Rotary Club do you belong to?
2: I'm a member of the Ohio Pathways Rotary Club.
1: It's and
2: uh, six hundred. where do you meet? Where and when do you meet? So we are an online club. Oh, Oh, you are. okay. So so we meet at eight o'clock at night because we have members all over the world. And that's the time that the fewest people are in bed.
1: Well, why don't you give the the link to that in case people want to uh, stop in and say hello to your club, Joe? What's your club's uh, address?
2: So it is the uh, the E-Club of Ohio Pathways.
1: All right. and if you, know, if you
2: Google that, it'll come right up. E-Club of Ohio Pathway.
1: And if you're interested in Rotary in your own hometown, uh, there's Rotary clubs all over the Hudson Valley and around the world where Radio Rotary is heard around the world on podcasts. Go to Rotary.org, R-O-T-A-R-Y.org. Click on the Club Locator button, type in your hometown, go to the website, see if you're meeting online or now in person because mm-hmm. uh, things are getting better with the vaccine and all and uh, join the Rotarians who are helping around the world, just like Joe Berninger is with the Guatemala Literacy Project. You know, if you had a magic wand, Joe, and the minute we have left uh, in this segment, if you had a magic wand to do anything that could possibly happen with the Guatemala Literacy Project, what would it be?
2: I would like to get more Rotarians involved. I consider us at the GOP, we're bridge builders. We build a yeah. bridge between Rotarians in the United States and Canada and people that could benefit from that help in Guatemala, and both are benefited by that.
0: So, Joe, you said your wish was to have more Rotarians involved, but you have quite a few. How many countries and how many Rotarians did you say were involved in this program?
2: So, over 25 years, we've had Rotarians from over 600 Rotary clubs, from 80 Rotary districts that have been Uh, either making financial contributions or they're actually volunteering, going down on one of our service trips and getting their hands dirty and doing the work.
1: Well, that's that's just terrific, and we're going to find out more about the great Guatemala literacy project from a terrific Rotarian, Joe Berninger, right after these important messages. So stay tuned.
3: There is always a reason to live. This is Andrew O'Grady, CEO of MHA of Dutchess County and the Mark Agency. Suicide impacts tens of thousands of people each year and is often the result of untreated depression. Do not let the stigma keep you from talking to your doctor. The Claudio Cares Foundation and MHA want everyone struggling with depression to know that we all have a reason to live. Don't be a statistic and don't leave your loved ones wondering what they should have or could have done. What is your reason to live?
1: the highest quality of customer service.
5: Salisbury Bank is your local bank for all of your personal business and wealth management needs. Visit them at salisburybank.com. That's salisburybank.com.
1: Salisbury Bank and Trust, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Salisbury Bank, enriching. You're
5: listening
0: to 92.9 and 96.5 WBPM. And there's more of this week's Radio Rotary Show coming up. Hi, Leo Katie's Ford is the home of great car
1: deals for you whether it's the workhorse F-150 pickup the exciting new all-electric Mustang Mach-E or the family friendly Fusion, Leo Katie's Ford has the car for you Leo Katie's Ford is conveniently
0: located on Route 94 in Warwick.
1: Your next car is just a call away at Leo Katie's Ford, 888-474-2906. That's 888-474-2906.
0: Remember, cars cost less at
2: Katie's
1: subscribe to the radio rotary podcast and never miss an episode we are on every popular podcast platform including itunes spotify and google podcasts subscribe to the radio rotary podcast today
5: this tree was never chopped down because this crutch never needed to be carved because these legs never grew weak because this child never got polio Over the past 20 years, Rotary Club members have helped immunize over two billion children against polio. Now we're on the brink of eradicating this crippling disease once and for all. But we need your help. Thanks to an historic matching grant from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, every dollar Rotary raises will work twice as hard to make sure vaccines reach the people who need it, to protect the children of the world against polio forever. This is an opportunity to end polio now. Visit rotary.org slash end polio. Rotary, humanity in motion.
1: Welcome back to Radio Rotary. This is Jonah Treebois. With me is Kathy Krueger. Hi, Kathy.
5: Hello, Jonah.
1: And with us is a great Rotarian talking about a great project. Rotarian Joe Berninger talking about the Guatemala Literacy Project. Joe, welcome back to the third segment of Radio Rotary. Great
2: to be here. Thanks, Jonah. Thanks, Kathy. Thanks, everybody. So it's
1: our pleasure. And thank you for bringing to our attention a terrific project as the Guatemala Literacy Project. So. Um, Just a really brief overview for somebody who may have joined us late. Remind us again, what is the Guatemala Literacy Project?
2: We are an international network of Rotarians that come together with a common interest in promoting and improving literacy in Guatemala. And how do you do that? uh, We do that through uh, focusing on improving traditional and technological literacy.
0: You said technological. That was going to be my next question. So you help out with um, getting these students computers then, correct?
2: we do. We do. We have uh, Rotarians over 25 years have set up a system of 50 computer centers and we educate 14,000 children a day.
1: Oh Wow. My gosh. That is wonderful. Fabulous, fabulous record. Now, uh, you know, you just mentioned at the first part of the program that there's 80 percent poverty rate in Guatemala. Uh, do you have problems finding electrical power to run the uh, computers or
2: Internet to to get the computers out out there on the on the World Wide Web? So about half of our co- computer centers have internet. The other half have uh, what we call Rachel servers. So that's a, it's a partnership with another nonprofit that they put basically everything that you would want as a student from the internet onto a thumb drive. Okay.
0: Oh, my gosh.
2: Encyclopedias, uh, places to do re- research, all the Khan Academy in Spanish, uh, lots and lots of resources. So it's a it's a pseudo-internet.
1: Right. Now, do the young people graduate to working on the computers after you've gotten them the basics of reading or is it sort of a, a co-educational situation where they're doing a little bit of both?
2: So typically our reading and literacy programs uh, start in the in, in kindergarten. So they're, okay. they're kindergarten through sixth grade. And then the uh, computer lab project starts in the seventh grade. Oh, seventh grade. OK. Seventh, eighth and ninth, which is their Bosico schools. They're their middle school.
1: And they have to go to these uh, computer centers, which are located someplace in the villages. They can't bring a laptop home, for example.
2: Uh, That's correct. So so currently the way it's set up is that they come to a computer center, usually in the biggest town in the area. They all come Uh from their small villages, go to the town. That's where the computer center is. They study there during the school day, and then they go back home.
0: How many months out of the year do they go to school?
2: Ten, ten months.
0: Ten months. Oh, okay.
2: Pretty
1: much like the United States. Like we
0: do, yeah. You
1: know, one of the great things about international projects from the point of view of Rotarians is you get to work with other Rotarians. Did you get to hook up with Rotarians down in
2: Guatemala and help them uh, help their their people? One of the, 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 to me, the greatest part about being a Rotarian is working with other Rotarians. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I really love that fellowship. Uh, there there are 30 Rotary Clubs in Guatemala, and approximately a third of them are directly involved in this project. So a lot of need in Guatemala, a lot of other projects, but about, uh, about 10 clubs in Guatemala uh, work directly with us. So they're sending volunteers, they're sending money, they're helping us uh, connect to international sources of help, uh, but they're very, very involved. And that's a lot of fun to work with them.
1: Yeah. Now, I, I'm willing to bet, uh, Joe, that uh, having educated thousands of children every year for was it 25 years, you said? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You personally, Joe, you well, look no. <laughs> really young to me. <laughs> I think the corporate you, in other words, you being yeah, Guatemala right. Literacy I go, Project. I'm one
2: of the, I am one of the founders. You well, are.
1: God, God bless you. That's
2: terrific. Good for but I, you.
1: But I bet you you've got some really good success stories you want to share with us and our yeah. listening audience.
2: I have, I have to say that uh, you, you can put all the books into schools you want. You can train the teachers all day long. You can provide technology instruction through computer labs. But if kids aren't in school to benefit from them, it does little good. So the other component to what we do is we provide scholarships. So uh, 70% of kids in Guatemala drop out before the seventh grade. <gasps> Where you need the scholarships is to help kids go to junior high and high school. We met Juan, a little kid named Juan. We were setting up a computer, uh, a computer, in, in library, a computer lab in library about uh, 20 years ago. He was in second grade. We learned that he was about to drop out of school just in second grade because his parents could not afford to send him on got him on a Rotary scholarship. He made it to the sixth grade. Um, he failed math and Guatemala. If you fail math, you failed the year. Oh no. He had to drop down and, and be in his little brother's class for a year. And he wanted to drop out. We convinced him to stay in. Uh, then when it came time to go to high school, it was a problem. There was no high school in his village because nobody went to high school. And he had to get on a, on a chicken bus and travel an hour to the next town. His mom would pack him a lunch every day, two hours of tra- travel to get to high school for three years. But uh, now, 20 years later, little Juan is uh, the manager of the hotel uh, in, in uh, Santiago Attilan where he lives. He makes five, five times more than his dad. He's married. He has kids. He's solidly middle class. And I bet you his kids read. <laughs> his kids read. <laughs> yes. and, and they don't need scholarships from Rotarians because uh, he, can, he can afford to educate his own kids. So it's an example of breaking that cycle.
0: That's right.
1: Uh, That's a terrific uh, success story, Joe, and you and your fellow Rotarians in the Guatemala Literacy Project can be very proud of the accomplishments you've done. Uh, We have got just about a minute left. So first of all, give the uh, uh, website website. again and folks get a pencil and paper. We'll have Joe repeat it before the end of the show. The website, if people want to know more about the Guatemala Literacy Project or perhaps give
2: you a helping hand, is GuatemalaLiteracy.org. And one more time, GuatemalaLiteracy.org. Now, how long have you been a Rotarian, Joe? Um, I have been a Rotary partner for 25 years, and I've been an actual Rotarian for three years.
1: Okay. Uh, What do you mean by a Rotary
2: partner? Um, I've worked with the uh, partner organization Cooperative for Education that has partnered with Rotary on uh, 42 matching grants and global grants uh, since 1996.
1: And tell us right now, with uh, just literally half a minute to go, what's the best part of being a Rotarian? Why should
2: everybody join Rotary? Being a Rotarian is fun. And, <laughs> and you get to go through the roller coaster ride of life, sitting next to some of the most fantastic people in the world with hearts of gold and people that are committed to service to others. And I, I just find it a fantastic group of people. And it's, a, it's just a great blessing. I've worked alongside of Rotarians for 25 years. It's a great honor to be a Rotarian myself now. Uh, Just a fantastic organization.
1: And you get to meet fantastic people like Joe Berling. Like you, Uh, yes. And uh, from the Guatemala Literacy Project, the website one more time, Joe. GuatemalaLiteracy.org. Joe Berninger of the Guatemala Literacy Project. Thank you for everything you do to yes. help people learn to read down in Guatemala. And thanks for joining us today on Radio Rotary. Thank you, Jonah.
0: Thank you, Kathy. Yeah. Thank you, Joe, for it's everything our pleasure. you do. Yes. And
1: who, who do you have to thank Kathy Kruger for sponsoring Radio Rotary this week?
0: Well, we're sponsored this week by Mental Health America of Dutchess County, the Mark Foundation, Norman Staffing, Hudson River Housing, and by the Rotary Clubs of New Paltz, Patterson, Pearl River, Philmont, Pleasant Valley, Poughkeepsie, Arlington, Bramapo Valley, Red Hook, Rhinebeck, Southern Ulster, Suffern, Walk Hill East, Wappinger Falls, and Warwick Valley, New York.
1: For the entire Radio Rotary team, my co-host Sarah O'Connell Clayton will be back with us soon. Our producer, Kathy Kruger, and our production director, Randy Turner. This is Jonah Trebowasa thanking you for tuning in and inviting you to join us again next week at this very same time for another edition of Radio Rotary. And don't forget our website, RadioRotary.org.